Hello, this is Real Estate Insights, the podcast from Savile that's prepared to challenge you to a game of anything after work. Yes, we're taking a look at the world of competitive socialising today and asking how can landlords take advantage of this rapidly growing phenomenon. These spaces need to be filled, but it's about getting the right operator in there. And leisure has always been something that landlords want to see more of in their schemes because leisure increases dwell time, increases spend. I'm Guy Ruddle, and before we do anything else, it's my turn. So, Gavin, Gavin's just handed me an axe, which I'm now going to throw. Yay! <laughs> it actually did go into the, into the target, and I'm very pleased with that. As you may have gathered, we've left the comfort of the studio, and we've come to a place called Whistlepunks in Vauxhall in South London. We're in one of those railway arches that always seems to be used for this sort of thing. And how do I describe it? It's like bowling in that there are lanes, but in the lanes at the end are wooden targets. And the jo- your job is to throw an axe from about, I don't know, 20 feet away and try and get it into the, into the target. It's exactly the sort of thing that competitive socialising is all about. And with me are three of Savile's finest axe throwers. Uh, <laughs> Carlene uses... <laughs> I can't believe I said that. <laughs> Carleen Hughes is a director in, of the, in the leisure agency team. Hello, Carleen. Hello. Tom Whittington is a director in the retail and leisure research team. Tom, hello. Hi. And Julia Robertson is an associate in the leisure team, and she works with Carleen. Hello, Julia. Hello. Now, you've all done this before. So I'm the only one who's never thrown an axe before, because Whistlebunks is a, is a client of yours, Carleen, Yeah, Whistlebunks right? are a client of ours. We've been working with for about a year now, looking for some new sites and a flagship in central London. So we've, we've been privileged to have a go before, and uh, to various um, abilities, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> a bit harder than you think. So I think we should carry on throwing and, and have a game while we, while we talk. Whose turn is it now? Tom, why don't you go and, you go and have a go? So Tom's gone in to, to, to throw an axe, and he's about to let go. He's two-handed, and he's giving it a good chuck. Oh, oh, oh yes. Yes. Tom, tell me, um, I, 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 it might be a stupid question, but what is competitive socialising? It's a great way of describing the numerous leisure concepts that are spreading across the country. And there's lots of really interesting new concepts. I mean, competitive socialising has been around for a long time, if we think about bowling and laser quest. But what we're seeing now is a real upsurge in new, innovative uh, concepts coming up. So we've got uh, some games that appear in bars, like Flight Club, which is a new take on darts. We've got uh, urban mini golf, which is kind of like your crazy golf, but indoors. So the likes of swingers, putt shacks, mulligans. We've got virtual reality concepts, and we've got breakout room concepts, um, as well as other things like trampolining. There's all sorts of different things so happening. All sorts of things going on, including axe throwing. Including axe throwing. So, uh, by the way, come on, Carleen. I think it's my go. Get in there and throw <laughs> no, one of these things. No pressure. It's, uh, it's quite hard to describe, but it's, I think it's exactly what you would imagine. It's a, quite heavy, isn't it, the axe? Here we go. It is for my petite frame as well. Okay, here we go. Ooh. Oh, oh man, it reached, but it didn't stick. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, uh, Judy, I think you should go and have a go, but I'm going to ask Carleen a question while you, while you do that. Is it a, I said it was a growing phenomenon, but is it really a growing phenomenon? Yay! Well, well done, got it in, but is it a growing phenomenon? If you look at the number of concepts that have opened in the last two years alone, it's, it's definitely growing. Um, 
Tom already mentioned the urban golf. We've seen great new concepts opening up and pushing outside of London as well into the regions, which is really important. Um, Whistle Punks has only been going for a couple of years now as well. Um, so it's great that we're seeing these new brands. And I think the important side of it is that it's combining that competitive element with the traditional social side of drinking and eating that we've always liked to do. Um, today's millennials or younger people just like that added element of competitive sport. Yeah, yeah. We've got 170 different concepts, uh, different brands that probably five years ago didn't exist in the UK. Is that right? Hun different brands? 170? I'm and, growing. And Julia, what's, what's the appeal for it? Why is it so popular? A big thing now is the shift in the millennials. So it's the millennial trend of experience. Um, it's how millennials want to spend their money. Uh, I'm going to have another go while we're talking. Hold on. Yep. I well, wish I hadn't. Missed. <laughs> <laughs> Low, and it didn't go anywhere near the thing. And, and are we talking uh, lots of good brands, or are you big brands, or is it lots of different things? Tom, you said 170 yeah, different... Yeah, it's, it's incredibly fragmented. So 170 different brands, but actually there's only about... 340-ish um, locations nationally and there's only three brands that have got more than 10 locations nationally so it's still very right? fragmented. What is we've seen right? is uh, several brands start to emerge over the last couple of years and they've got stronger branding, they're starting to see their way. Starting to see their place in sort of shopping centres and leisure schemes in increasing um, as as the, uh, the, the concept evolves. And is it very uh, domestic, British in terms of brands? Or you, lots of these things, you expect some, you know, some huge trend in the, in the States to come whizzing over, over here? Mm. A lot of what we're seeing is that whilst they're influenced by international concepts, a lot of the actual brands are homegrown. So they're in, um, inspired by these brands abroad. But a lot of what we're seeing, I mean, John and Jules and got the idea for Whistlepunks from the North American uh, axe throwing leagues. So it's about taking the inspiration. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. So it's, sorry, it's kind of yeah, it's about taking the inspiration from internationally and bringing it back to the UK and as homegrown operators. And there's one. More, hold on, I'm going to have another go. Oh, actually, everyone should have a go. So hold on, I'm just going to try one Must more. Must be about time. your go, Tom. <laughs> Yo, oh, that's good. Yeah. Getting closer to the bullseye. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> luck, more luck than judgment. Uh, is it? Uh, is the one area which is more popular than the other? We talked about these four different areas. The sort of mini golf. Mini golf is, you know, mini golf's been around forever, but it's sort of smarter mini golf now. Tom's just always sort of hit it, um, and and then pubs with games, and then virtual reality, and also. What do they call it? Time games, like escape rooms and things yeah, like that. Yeah, escape rooms. So, so I think a lot of the growth is coming from games where there's this techno technology side added to it. So for instance, we've always had mini golf, but the likes of Putt Shack are adding in this highly technological concept um, which tracks your ball for you. You don't have to write down the score. Um, you can get through it much quicker, which, which for that operator means that you can get people into the, the restaurant and spending money. If you look at things such as virtual reality and how that's been incorporated into competitive socialising concepts, um, that's really important as well. So zero latency, for instance, are a, a virtual reality concept where people um, can play games, uh, effectively playing in a, a, a blank box space um, where the, the, the offer can be completely changed dependent on the, the IP context. So you might be playing a Star Wars 
um, offer or you might be doing a Harry Potter offer and it's that way that can keep it fresh that the operators have the confidence to keep growing. Okay. Yeah. For landlords, uh, should they, is, is this the sort of thing that they can tap into really easily? Is it hard? Is it an opportunity? So at the moment landlords have been dabbling. A lot of landlords are trying it out. They're trying to see how they fit within their schemes. We mentioned how fragmented everything is. It used to be that it, uh, a lot of the concepts started in industrial units and uh, tertiary high street spaces and increasingly, especially as more brands become prominent, we're seeing more uptake within landlord space. But landlords have quite, haven't quite sussed out exactly what place that they have because the rental levels are slightly different. And really for them, it's about creating an interesting, vibrant mix to the existing offer that they've got as opposed to a full-scale shift. I think a lot of it as well feeds into the retail repurposing and what we're seeing with what's happening in the retail market is these spaces need to be filled but it's about getting the right operator in there and leisure has always been something that landlords want to see more of in their schemes because leisure increases dwell time, increases spend, it brings that family pound in as well so yeah landlords are absolutely embracing it, it's just trying to back the right operator in the right use. Julia that's interesting, what Carly's saying about bringing the right operator in. Uh, you need people who are not going to be here today and gone tomorrow, don't mm -hmm. you? How much of a risk is it that, you know, a lot of these concepts are just, you know, they're, they're a fad and they'll be gone in five minutes? I mean, a lot of it does come down to the fact that the concepts are new and relatively untested in the market. I think another key point as well is technology. Investing in technology allows you to upgrade and refresh the offer. I think another thing we're really excited by is the brands that are incorporated intellectual property into the offers. Um, so for instance, there's loads of escape rooms out there, but Escape Hunt have got the rights to the BBC Doctor Who content, which you know, it guarantees a certain type of person coming to visit that because there's already that loyal following for that IP. Um, so that's really interesting. Another thing for landlords to bear in mind is that the financial backing of these operators, um, the tested, do they have a tested product, how many sites are trading at the moment? And just and a little bit of a little bit of sense actually and, and you know a little bit of due diligence more so than maybe you would around other sectors but back to what Julia said it's the important thing is what is the experience and does it tap into what consumers want. When we're talking about landlords, you know, who's who's paying for setting this up? You've got something like whistle bunks here where there's, you know there's there's lots of equipment and everything that's, that's gone into to getting this place sorted out. So this is one of the areas that's been quite challenging for landlords to take on because the really high quality offer that they want in their schemes are inevitably those that have the highest cost to fit out and therefore need the highest uh, contribution from the landlord. Also therefore has a role in the length of lease that they're willing to take. Um, so there are lots of things that they're still toying with in order to get off the ground. I think it's interesting because we get asked this question all the time, what does a leisure deal look like? But the reality is for each operator it's completely different, depends on their funding background, depends how much cash they have to invest in the fit out, um, depends on you know, what covenant strength they have to, to, to grant those uh, capital contributions from landlords. For instance, Whistlepunks is a great one because their, their fit out at the moment is not all that expensive. You talked about the lanes and you know, the wood, it's back to basics, but the way that where they're taking the brand is in a much uh, higher fit out they want to do the F&B um, more of the um, kind of drinking offer the pop-up food that's going to cost a lot more money that presumably is a key component in you know getting people in for a 
bunch of time mm. so you can sell them lots of booze and food. Oh yeah, massively. I mean, a lot of these operators, their margins are heavily reliant on the uh, margins from the alcohol and food sales. Next big thing, anyone? Any ideas of what the next big thing is? Well, we were actually discussing this earlier, trying to come up with some things, and I think what we've seen at the moment is competitive socialising and the way it's evolving. It's really manifested itself in the bar and F&B arena at the moment. But it's how is that going to evolve and add competitive elements into other leisure subsectors? So we were talking about Black Box VR, which is a gym concept, and you can go in and you have VR headsets and you're competing in this alternate universe with your friends, but you're also taped up to weight resistance machines and you're getting a workout at the same time. So it's adding that competitive element to a gym environment in order to, again, change the experience, make it a bit more exciting, adding a bit different, but still keeping that competitive edge and the social element, which is really important. I think another sector that's really interesting is eSports. Now, eSports could be an entirely different pod podcast in itself. Um, but eSports... We have to. <laughs> but eSports, you know, it used to be that people would just sit in their bedroom playing computer games. But now that's moving into a competitive sphere. Um, we've got e-gaming cafes opening up. We've just done a deal with Wanyu up in Coventry on behalf of Shearer Property Group. Um, for their second site, they're a Chinese brand with over 1,200 units in China alone. Um, so we're seeing even gamers who you might traditionally think are potentially less social people coming into a social sphere to, to engage in that activity. So, uh, our time is nearly up. We're going to have to carry on throwing axes, of course, but, the, but uh, we would normally do a Savile standout statistic at this stage in proceedings, but I don't think we're going to do that this time. But I want, what I want to do is a Savile standout social competitive, so, competitive socialising concept. So, what is, for each of you, what, what's the weirdest or most interesting or the oddest or whatever concept you've, you've come across? Who wants to go? Tom, why don't you go first? So I love any concept that works well for the family. So most of the concepts that we've seen are, and we talked about millennials, is about engaging with that particular group of people. But as a father, it's things that allow me to get immersed in activities with, with my daughter. So I've taken my daughter to play mini golf, virtual reality, breakout concepts. And what works really well is that everyone's on a level playing field and you really get immersed together. So shared experiences are really important going forward. Uh, we, saw, we went to a great breakout concept that was in the dungeon at Warwick Castle. Really, really immersive, uh, and that provided a heightened level of atmosphere. My daughter was thrilled. And that's what it's all about, really. It's about having a really good experience that makes you want to go back and try something else. Okay, cool. Okay, uh, uh, Carleen, what about you? What's your, your favourite or weirdest, or what's, what's the oddest you've come across? It's not so much odd, except um, I really like junkyard golf just because of the way they've. Um, Sorry, what? Junkyard golf. Oh, I thought you said drunkyard. <laughs> <laughs> that could be a new Yeah, concept. at the end of the night, maybe. <laughs> junkyard like, golf. Junkyard golf. So the, the concept originally opened in Brick Lane in this old warehouse where genuinely it was just junk. Um, and they created a, a golf course around it and there is zero skill associated with it whatsoever because your ball is going through various tunnels and up ridges and down so but it's just fun and it's fun for all the family they've made it so retro and cool and there's a Hollywood feel and they've got all these various props from various Hollywood films in there and I just think it's really fun and it's a fun activity for you and your friends Julia I'm a big fan of an escape room 
Um, I love all, trying all the different ones and I'm particularly excited about these IP themed escape rooms now. So we've got um, Escape Hunt doing Doctor Who, which I think we mentioned, and I'm, I'm holding out for a Harry Potter themed escape room. There's been a few attempts so far, but I'm looking forward to seeing the official one because I know I'm going to boss it. Talking of which, it's time for us to escape from whistle punks. Well, it needs escaping from. Guys, thank you very much. It's been an absolute pleasure uh, to talk to you about this and to throw an axe or two and to watch people who are better than me <laughs> throwing axes. Uh, that's it for this episode of Real Estate Insights. If all that's done is left you thinking you need to know more, then you'll find the competitive socialising report on the Savills website, savills.co.uk slash research. And if you want to know more about a Whistlepunks near you, then their website is whistlepunks.com. And if you aren't already a subscriber to Real Estate Insights, then please feel free to become one using your usual podcast provider. In the meantime, I think we've got more axe throwing to do, us four. So we'll get on with that. Thank you for listening and see you next time. Right, I'm going to go first and... Oh, good one, good one. That was your best one yet. <laughs>